Hi guys. Obviously, it's uh, really exciting to be back on the field and getting back to work. Um, I want to take my hat off to Coach Jackson and his staff. They did a really good job with our guys all, this offseason. I mean, not a surprise to me. Uh, he is very good at what he does. His staff does a great job. Uh, and I thought our guys did a good job of having them prepared to go out there today and attack the first day. Uh, a lot of things that we're going to have to see on tape to be able to kind of comment a little bit on further. But uh, obviously, I'm a little bit more actively involved than I have been in, uh, in the last year, which is, is by design. And, uh, that was fun. I enjoyed it, uh, really getting back involved with it. So uh, I know you guys got some questions, so let's take it away. Why you decided to be more active, first of all, I guess? Well, I love football. I mean, I love doing all the other stuff, but I missed being actively involved in it. And then, you know, the next thing is uh, offensively, I mean, it's, it's it, the, my name's on it, you know. And so uh, I'm going to get involved in it because of that. And, you know, the other thing about it is that uh, I enjoy doing that. I mean, it's a lot of fun, and it's kind of what I got into the business for. And, and uh, you know, I think that it can help us. I really do. So I'm excited about getting back involved. I know last year you had a hard time just by habit staying away from the receivers. When we were out there, you were with the quarterbacks a lot. Will that? Will you dance around and, and move, or are you going to sit with the quarterbacks? Most. I'm, I'm going to coach the quarterbacks this year. Okay. Um, Rob is still going to carry the same title, but I'm going to call. I'm going to call the offense, and I'm I'm going to coach the quarterbacks this year. And that doesn't have anything to do with Rob. It has to do with me <laughs> uh, doing it. And. I want to be actively involved, a lot more actively involved with our QBs and what we do offensively. You know, we'll be we'll be a little bit different offensively than we were last year, and that's okay. I mean, it is what it is what it is when it comes to that. Uh, we'll do do a lot more of the stuff that I know and I'm more familiar with, uh, and I'm excited about it because uh, I know it fits our personnel well, and I think our guys are excited about it too. So I'll be I'll be with the quarterbacks the majority of the time. Yeah. Um, and. You know, really, I mean, that's why I've surrounded myself with guys on the staff here, with the new hires, with people that know what, we, what we're doing already. There's not a lot of teaching that has to be done because those guys know it. You know, we've got some new people on our staff that have been in this offense for a long time and what we do, uh, more of the true air raid. Um, and because of that, I, don't, I didn't have to teach them anything. They already know how to do it. What? Jason Phillips, I learned a ton from him just growing up in the, in the business. So it's great to have him on the staff. Is there, is there 10 words, 20 words that can sum up the difference between what you want to do and, and what you weren't doing last year? Uh, yeah, I think just empowerment of the quarterback and, and him being able to uh, take advantage of, of what he sees. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of probably the biggest difference in what you'll see is, is we'll, we'll utilize those guys' minds a little bit more than probably we did in the past. And like I said, that's nothing against any other system. But, um, you know, I was really busy last year trying to – really build the, build the program and you know you've got to be unselfish enough to be able to understand what you can handle and it still be productive for your program and uh, I feel like we've kind of gotten some of the parts going good enough to where I can get back into the part that I love which is calling offensive football and being part of it. So that was, that was way more than 20 words. It was pretty good. <laughs> so you'll call the plays yes. during the games and who will be on the headphones at Upstairs. That's kind of yet to be determined. Uh, we're, we're a little early with it right now, but Rob will definitely be up there. Uh, he'll be up there with me. Um, we'll have a couple other guys up there. The, you know, Zach Ginger is another great, great weapon as well. Both those guys are brilliant guys, and, you know, they, they understand what we're doing as well. So, Zach, uh, Rob will definitely be up there. He'll be my eyes and ears up top. Have you ever called plays from the sidelines? Mm -hmm. with, with Rice? Or? With Rice. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, my entire career as a head coach in high school. So I've done it all those years and 
at Rice while I was doing it. And I really have only been in the box a couple times throughout my career, to be honest with you. <laughs> so it was unfamiliar territory for me to be up there before. So this is very familiar to me, particularly in what we do. And if you notice, most of the people that run what we run, those guys call that, that offense from the field. They don't call it from the box. There's help from the box, but I, I guess you could. It just depends on what you want and what you want to do. And what is it about that offense that makes you uh, call it from the field better? Well, I think a lot of it is because of uh, really the, the quarterback is so, he's so uh, free to get you in the right calls a lot of times. He can get you in the right things. if it, you know, A lot of the things that you do in that offense are all purpose, which is good. And I think the other thing about it that, that really makes it you know, interesting for me and something I fell in love with is uh, it's easy to teach that guy for us and what we do, how to get us in the right call. It's something that looked really, really good to me. And, that way you're never really running plays into bad looks. You try to avoid that at all costs. And defenses are getting good, though. They're finding a way to catch up, you know. But that's the part about the cat and mouse game. It sounds like uh, a lot of this, what you, when you explain the offensive, requires, uh, when you use words like multi-purpose, requires someone who can not only throw but is a running threat. Uh, not necessarily. I mean, if you if you research the, the guys that, that run the true the true air raid systems, you'll see very different personalities within each one of those guys. I mean, if you look at Coach Leach, he's, he's a lot different than, than than Cliff, and Cliff's a lot different than Dana, and you know, and so on and so on. I mean, that they're that everybody has kind of their own little niche that they they kind of built that that offense into. So uh, some of them have a little bit more of a mobile quarterback. Dana had a mobile quarterback this year. I thought he did a great job creating an inside quarterback run game with those guys. This year he's a really, really smart guy. Uh, you know, Cliff has some really, really fast receivers on the outside, and he plays to that personnel. He does a really, really good job. I mean, the good thing about the, that, the, what we do is it's very flexible to fit what you have and what personality you want to kind of press on with. If you were to play to your strengths offensively, and um, I don't know how to word this, but do you really have any strengths yet? Well, I think our strength right now is that we've got a bunch of guys that have played ball now, which is good. So just having some experience is really good. Uh, we didn't really have that last year, which is something that you can't get. You just got to go get it. Uh, and then I think the other thing is we, we've got some, we got some uh, very capable guys out on the edge that I think are really good players. And I think that um, we've done a good job of recruiting running backs here. I mean, I think those young guys are pretty good now. Taylor Martin's a good player. Keon Kenner had a separated shoulder all year last year, got his, got his shoulder fixed. He's out right now for a little while, but he's a talented guy, but he had a torn labrum from the time he got here. So he made it through, this, through the season. That was tough, but he didn't make it through the whole season. It's hard to do it with this bad terrors he had. But those two guys being back are going to help us. Ryan Shadler's a talented guy. Uh, you know, the kid that we just signed, Will Herbert out of Florida, is a talented guy. Uh, those guys really fit nicely in what we do, really fit nicely in what we do. What was your plan for, for the quarterbacks heading into spring, and, and how does it change with, with Ryan Limited? Well, obviously, Ryan was the incumbent, to be honest with you, as he came back in. Uh, and he'll be out for a little while, you know, until he can get, get the cast on and get everything moving around. He'll do what he can do. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, him, it's not, a, uh, it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world that he's not going through some of it. We don't take as many risks there. But, you know, he's still going to be able to do a whole lot, which is good. And I can train him a lot without even taking a ball, you know, under center, which is good. Uh, but, you know, I thought, once again, Montel did a great job today. I thought he did a really nice job. It's going to give us 
the opportunity to give more snaps to young guys like Carter Stanley and, uh, you know, seeing DeAndre Ford and then uh, Keith Perry and some of those guys. I mean, those guys are going to all get their opportunities. We snapped the ball a lot out there. I mean, we snapped it over 100 times today in different situations, which is good. We had 47 on sevens right at 35 team, another 12 or 15 team run pass, uh, play action passing screens. So a lot of snaps today. Um, which is good, so we got plenty to go around, and it's going to do. It's going to be good for us to be able to evaluate the other guys. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, if, if they were all there, it, it naturally divides the reps up a little bit more. But we want to get him well fast because he's a talented kid. So he would have been presumably the starter coming into the spring. Is that how that would have gone down? I mean, you know, Matt, I'm not. I'm just not that way. Yeah, I mean, right. You, you you earn everything you get. Okay. I mean, he was he would have taken probably the first snap today. Okay. But it would have meant nothing. You're, you get what you earn, and it doesn't matter if it's quarterback or it's the running back right. or the tight end or the tackle. It doesn't matter with the quarterback. I mean, those guys have got to prove to us that they can take care of the ball, that they can move the offense, that we can trust them. Uh, and, man, I love all those guys. I think we got some talented guys up there. It's going to be an interesting race. Sure. You, said, you said Rob is still offensive coordinator in name. What, what is his role now? Uh, you know, Rob, we, we're kind of basically trying to take advantage of all of our eyes that we have. He's, he's working a little bit more with uh, Zach on the offensive line right now, uh, but he's still actively involved with our, with our quarterbacks at times, you know. So he's kind of a, he's kind of a, a little bit more of a walk-around guy right now. And, you know, Clint did some of that last year, which was good, and it allows him to kind of help me a little bit with where I was a little bit more of a walk-around guy. Rob can go address some of the running back stuff, some of the, the O-line stuff, and we get a chance to come back and really kind of blend the information we got in practice to make sure we're doing everything efficiently. So we've kind of swapped roles a little bit in that regard. Any concern at all with all the game day duties that you have that play calling will maybe take away some of your time and you won't have as much time to, to know? No, not at all. I mean, when you make a decision like this, it's not as simple as just making the decision and you call in place. You have to surround yourself with the proper staff that can take over some things to help you make sure you've got the game managed as well. And you still manage the game, but you have lots of people giving you information. So you make sure that you're you're right where you need to be when those those things need to be made, those decisions need to be made. You put those uh, those plans in place. I mean, I mean, I'm not unlike a lot of coaches throughout the country. I mean, there's a lot of guys calling offense out there. Was this the offense that Bryce used when you were in the OC? Uh, no, no, not at all, actually. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, I, I learned it when I went to Texas A&M. You know, so it is the true air raid. We were a little bit different than that last year. And that's okay. I mean, it is what it is, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, I just believe strongly in what, what I know about what we do with this offense. So. I'm excited about moving forward, and I can I can kind of see it in our guys' eyes because they they have some freedom to get us into good things, and it's kind of exciting. To even with the the turnover and all the new faces, you know your staff is certainly, but but even a few new players. Uh, did you feel you looked pretty crisp, ones and twos, and everybody moving around? Did did you feel like it was starting over, or did you feel like you're way ahead of day one from last year? I mean, you know, we're way ahead. I mean, if you remember last year, uh, Matt. I mean, you never see me leave special teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I've hired a guy that has done it for years in this conference, and he's done it extremely well. Probably, arguably, arguably one of the best over the last decade. Uh, so, I mean, if if uh, 
if Joe can't do it, man, I'm in trouble. <laughs> so, no, he's, uh, he's really good. It allows me to kind of go and move over and kind of really work closely with those QBs and, and work on trying to, trying to get the fundamental part of them better, which will help us in turn be better as a team. So we're certainly not starting over. I was really pleased with the carryover. I was really pleased with the, basically the way we moved around today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, with it with it not being the sunniest all day long, I was concerned a little bit about how we'd handle it psychologically. But man, they did a great job. We had we had spirited practice. We had great competitions today. Uh, they were competing the entire day, and I thought we did a good job of taking it, taking care of each other, not being crazy out there and running into one another. Coaches look like the new coaches look like they're pretty quick. They look pretty comfortable out there. Do you think the same thing? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and there's a reason why those guys are here. They know what we're doing. I mean, most of those guys are learning very little. I mean, they were almost plug and play. They they know what they're doing already. So there was, you know, Tony Hole's been running what I, what I run uh, for a long time at Warren Easton. I mean, he, the terminology is almost exactly the same. So he was able to plug and play. Uh, he came and studied with us at A&M, and I mean, it was very very similar stuff. So uh, some of that was by design, but the the real part of it was because they were the right men. And I say it over and over again. That's that's the deal. Getting the right men here. You mentioned Ryan, obviously, and Keon. Uh, any other injury status that's that's noteworthy? Uh, you know, uh, Jordan showed Smith's shoulder. You know, he had shoulder surgery after, after the season, so he'll he'll be very limited in spring. Uh, but those guys all look good. Murphy Grant's done a great job getting them well. Uh, we'll be we'll be cautious with them. Mm -hmm. Brandon Stewart will be a little bit cautious with him. Uh, he's got an ankle that will take a little while to get right. Uh, you know, Ben Ben Johnson. He made it through almost a full practice today, and he, he strained his hamstring the other day in, in some testing stuff. But he's a tough kid, man. He looks great. I'm, I'm very impressed with the way Ben looks. Uh, ben, ben could be a guy that could be very productive for us in what we're doing right now. So I'm excited about the way he's looked and the way that my weight he's put on and the way he's put it on because he can move around and be very, very instrumental for us, I think. He's uh, definitely a guy I'm really excited about. Was Kent Taylor's departure uh, his decision, your decision, or did he? Take somehow take the decision out of your hands. No, it was uh, it was kind of a mutual decision at at, at, at that point. You know, I, I value Kent, and Kent's a great kid. I have nothing bad to say about Kent at all. He uh, he worked his tail off when he was here. Uh, he gave us zero problems. He was a great kid. Uh, he felt like it was it was going to be in his best interest to to move on. And you know, uh, I hated it because I I loved him. I didn't want him to leave, but. At the end of the day, there's circumstances surrounding all of us that maybe not everybody's aware of. And, you know, I'm one of those guys that I listen. I pay close attention. I don't think it costs you anything to listen. And I listen to him, and I do believe that he made the best decision for him and his family based on the circumstances. I love him. I wish him the best of luck. I really do. And um, I hate that we don't have him. And, and I wish him the best of luck. I hope it works out for him. I think it will. Does Skyler Miles need just uh, Skyler Miles is medical. medical. He, he has had <laughs> that poor guy. Uh, I tell you, I don't know if I've seen a guy more banged up than, than Skyler was. Bless his heart. I mean, between his knee and his hip, I mean, he had had that guy has been through it now. His knee is in bad shape. Uh, and we've, he, he, he and his parents, we all spoke and we thought it was in, in, in his best interest. He felt like it was in his best interest for him to be done. He, the kid was just hurt. And it would have been unfair for us to ask him to continue on because he, he really couldn't. He just couldn't. Uh, you know, but hey, that is what it is. Uh, it gives somebody else another chance, another open opportunity. So uh, I'm excited about those guys. Everyone get that chance. And, and I wish Scott the best. He's still around with us. He's around from time to time. Yeah, watching, uh, watching Holani and the Isaac Davis go through drills, they give you some, 
some good size in the middle. You haven't had that yeah, in a couple know, years at least. I, I talk all the time about turning on that tape, and, and when you look at that, that, that butt view of that tape, you need to be seeing butts from hash to hash. I mean, that, that's kind of what, what big-time football looks like. And, you know, those, those guys are really, really big, good-looking dudes. I mean, we felt like we needed to go and find some guys that, that had a – have the right type of size to, to be able to hold up in A-gaps, and I think both those guys are going to be good good fits for us. It's a really early to tell, but they both did a great job in the offseason. That's usually a great indicator for big guys like that, and both of them really did a great job. Uh, Issy strained his pec the other day, so he'll be out for a little while. We're just going to be very careful with him, uh, but he's a strong dude. I mean, that's how, how he did it, you know. But he, he is a good-looking kid, great kid. I like the Isaac Davis. I really like the Isaac Davis. I mean, he was in our backfield a bunch today in the team setting that I, I noticed. And, you know, we didn't see a lot of those tackles in that backfield a lot last year. But they are they were in our backfield a lot today. So I think that kid's got some quick twitch to him. But we'll see. We'll see. So it's not to read in much of those first snaps, but Liquivante, you can correct me on the name there. Uh, Liquivante. Um, he was in there in that first one. Uh, I mean, is, is he supposed to – be a guy that you look to be the top receiver right away, or you know, uh, he certainly could be a guy that could could be uh, one, a number one for us. There's no doubt. He's got the skill set, uh, and I know that he gave he gave our defense a great look last year, <laughs> probably more than we could handle at times. Uh, he's good. he's a very very fast kid. I mean, he, he's a real low forty guy. He played for me at A and M. He knows our system really well. Uh, and we're going to be able to utilize him in a number of different ways that will help us. Uh, we'll start very basic here, but we'll pretty soon we'll start using him in some some very unique ways because he's he's carried the ball in the backfield. I mean, he he can do a lot of things. Day one, what do you think? Uh, this was a big storyline last year with Alobia and Mosby, and, and obviously Dorrance came on had a pretty good freshman year. Day one here, what, what do you expect more from those guys now that they kind of have that that one year under their belts? I know you expected a lot last year too. You know. Um, Coming out of day one last year, I, I think I probably went on record as saying that D-line was our strength. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think we – we didn't play up to that. And uh, I tell you, the, the, the additions that we made this year with the D-tackles I think are going to be really helpful. Mm -hmm. uh, I also think that Michael Slater just in one day I could tell just a little bit of a difference out there with him. And, uh, he brings a little bit of a different, uh, different demeanor that was really interesting to watch today. And, and he, you know, it's not surprising. He did it with guys at Rice, I mean, year in and year out. He does a great job. Uh, but those guys, I think they know for us to be good, it's always about what goes on up front in the trenches, front on the offensive line, defensive line. We've got to get better there fast. That'll help us make those guys in the back end a little bit more comfortable and be able to actually see what type of players they are. You know, the better you are up front, you know, the better those guys in the back end look a lot of times. The worse you are up front, boy, it makes it hard to even know how good those dudes are. You know. One more. How much better are you up front uh, offensively? I think we're. Uh, I think we are definitely better. Um, Tom is so early to tell. I mean, when you're out there in underwear and that's it, it's hard to tell. You know, uh, we don't. I'm. Um, I'm just glad we're back out there. To be honest with you, uh, until we get seven, eight, nine practices into it, I, I don't know that I'll be able to make a comment that really means anything. But I did. I will say this. You know, last year at this time, I told you a year from now we'll be surprised we ever got playoff. I can't believe we got a snap on last year at this time. But you know what? That's just the nature of how what we do. And the carryover today was, I mean, it was awesome because as a coach, you didn't have to worry about any of that. I mean, we had, I don't think we had a single uh, five-guard penalty today. I don't think we had one on either side of the ball, which is a big goal for us. And 
Uh, we don't, I don't think we had a single bad snap. Everything was there defensively. I thought those guys stayed on sides really, really well. They Just things that you have to do to win, five-yard penalties will change your season. And they did a nice job of that today. We've got to continue to go.